The world is a vampire. ASI is financially supported by donations from generous listeners. I, Russ Shaw, no other entity or person is solely responsible for the content here within the ASI podcast. Season 4, Episode 3, Discussing Autonomy and Mastery with Stephen Kewen. Despite all my rage, I am still just running a song because it deals with anger for one thing right despite all my rage i am still just a rat on a cage like all our anger doesn't do a whole lot just kind of locks us in our own self-imposed prison right that and the mantra at the end of that song which is do i still believe that i cannot be saved do i still believe that I cannot be saved, and that has everything to do with what I talked about in the last show, has everything to do with autonomy. It also has everything to do with believing the truth over believing the lies, right? Stephen Kewen, welcome back to the ASI uh, podcast here. Yeah, hey, how's it going? How are you, how are you doing? How is Oregon down there, Steve? Uh, Oregon's great. Yeah, we uh, it was like 60 degrees and sunny yesterday. I'm wearing shorts in January. I don't know what, what in the world's going on, but uh, yeah, I guess global warming is hitting Oregon in a good way. That's right. That's same with us, man. It's been warm. It was a little cold last night, but yeah, the last two days have been really really springtime like warm and i could get used to this global warming stuff i tell you what yeah well, <laughs> I don't, complaining. don't ask me when it's 100 degrees in the summer once it gets into triple digits <laughs> i get real cranky <laughs> that's true me too especially up here in the northwest and it's all humid and sweaty and just uh <laughs> it's tough man so, uh, yeah, dude, Seahawks crazy up here in the Seattle area. It is just nuts. The Super Bowl, once again, will be this weekend, and people are just going green and blue nuts. It's kind of yeah. cool to see once again. Beast mode. That's right. You guys got that going down in, in Oregon as well, right? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we don't actually have an NFL team, so a lot of people, they're, they just kind of pick their favorite. Um, but, you know, the Seahawks are the closest thing we have to a local team. I, uh, you know, I used to live up in the Seattle area, and so I've, I've been a fan of the Seahawks for a while, way back in the uh, Brian Bosworth days, and uh, right, and Steve Largent, you know, some of those old school guys, right. and uh, yeah, so it's, it's been fun. I actually, uh, in my latest newsletter that's coming out on Super Bowl Sunday, I was just talking about how, how cool it is, like in the Northwest, we haven't had a lot of opportunities. 
used to be excited about sports for a long time. So, <laughs> right. You know, all of a sudden having a team that's that's legitimately good, it's like, wow, this is weird. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> yeah, twice in a row. <laughs> I know. Well, like, what's going on? This is crazy. <laughs> right. For the first time, twice in a row. Yeah. Very true. Um, so, beltoftruth.com, right, is where you have your uh, blog, newsletter, all the, the magic happens right there, right? Yeah, beltoftruth.com, that's my little corner of the internet. Right, very cool. Um, I was going to talk to you about uh, a response that a listener had to the last show. I talked a little bit about um, one, of the, one of the reasons we, we get stuck a lot of times, and, and this had a lot, has a lot to do with autonomy, you know, the, the, the reason we get up in the morning and do the things we do, we, we're kind of automatic creatures, you know, we do get stuck in our little habits, but sometimes working our way out of those habits has to do with the fact that we believe that, that the universe revolves around us, you know, and there's some of this, <laughs> there's some of this in popular culture, especially here in the United States. Like I heard a, I heard a guy who was a education, um, guru right like a professor and he's got more degrees than like fahrenheit right and he's talking about how how kids in the he's from europe how kids in the united states are we have a poor education system but the kids here they think they're brilliant <laughs> we're, we're brilliantly dumbed down so we have really high self-esteem <laughs> but we really we have a poor education system. So there's something to that. And maybe I was kind of reacting to that a little bit. Um, but I guess the, reacting to what the listener said, um, I guess if somebody sat me down and said, Russ, you think the world revolves around you or you think you're the center of the universe, I would have thought to myself, no, I don't. And that's kind of offensive, right? But right. emotionally that's kind of what's coming out of us when we when we react the way we do right I mean when we get the angry when something cuts us off in traffic or when our our relationship isn't going the way we we think it should right and, and that has a lot to do with, with sexual addiction as well right yeah well I think that whole that whole idea kind of what you're talking about where if somebody were to say to you like you know oh, Russ, the world revolves around you your initial response in your head you would say no, I don't believe that. That's that's I'm a good person. I don't I don't look at the world. Right. I'm not lens. a narcissist. Right. But then <laughs> if you if you start to look at your actions, especially if you're still like very much in the middle of, of a pornography or a sexual addiction, and you start looking at your actions, the way you respond, um, you know, like you said in traffic, some guy cuts you off and you yell at them. Well, where's that anger coming from? Yeah. You know, and a lot of times what you start to realize is is that, you know, in your heart you do kind of believe like I'm more important than everyone else. You know, the reason you get so mad that that guy cut you off is because he is now slowing you down, and the most important thing in the world is not, you know, that you show love to this guy. It's that you get to wherever you're going on time. Yeah. You know, and, and you see that in, in addiction as, as well, especially with pornography. You know, like, in, in my case, I had a beautiful, loving wife that, that wanted to be with me and desire me, and yet I would find excuses to pull away from her so that I could go meet my own needs at the computer. You know, right. so I was essentially saying, I don't care how badly it hurts you, I'm going to go do this. And so what, what happens, and this is a lot of what we talk about in recovery meetings and stuff like this, but I think a big part of recovery is kind of starting to, to learn how to connect what you believe in your head with what you believe in your heart. And right. what I mean by that is kind of that, 
that idea that it's like, you know, like you said, you wouldn't say that you're, you think the world revolves around you, but in reality you do, you just don't realize that you do. And a right. lot, so a lot of recovery is kind of learning how to understand what is truly motivating your heart, what's going on in your heart, what are your true desires. The more you learn that and the more you get your head knowledge to line up with that, the more you're going to walk in freedom. Right. The more that the, the emotions start to make sense with with how we do life, like the the, the interview, the conversation I had with Paul Young, he said something brilliant. He said that wholeness is when the way of our being matches the truth of our being, right? That's right. getting to some of that, even journaling out our feelings and our, and our emotions, because I don't know why, how do you feel? You know, especially us guys, you know, how do you feel, Russ? Well, I feel fine. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Why, why, why are you asking me that? You know, we started to get defensive and stuff. So, but hey, man, you have this uh, this interview coming up, and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, announce who that is with here on the podcast, and uh, and and a little bit of how how this transpired. So, uh, you you have been doing some work with the guys at Triple X Church, right? Yeah, I've been writing for them for about a year now. About every month or two, I uh, I've got an article that goes up on their blog. Right. And uh, so yeah, through that I've. Uh, Gotten to know Craig Gross a little bit. He's the, the founder and director of Triple X Church. Right. Really cool guy. Um, I'm excited to talk to him. We uh, there was a post that he wrote uh, a few months back and about relapses and slip ups and and are they okay that sort of thing. And it got picked up by Christianity Today and, and uh, went a bit viral. And the interesting thing is in that post um, he was talking about an interaction he had with a certain character. And, and how all that went down, and what a lot of people don't realize is that guy is actually me. Right. Um, so I uh, I called Craig and said, uh, "Hey, what are your thoughts of you and I getting together and kind of talking about this, letting some people behind the scenes of that story to see, uh, you know, what kind of went on that that they didn't see in the article?" And uh, he was all for it. So we're going to have that conversation, and uh, just uh, two guys talking about relapses and and how to respond to those and. Uh, I think it's going to be a really cool, uh, really cool conversation. Right, and it's it's really fitting into some of the stuff I've been talking about and research that I've been doing on just human motivation, like what motivates people, and two of the two of the big things are, you know, autonomy. This guy wrote a book, um, and he was talking about the, the trifecta of, of human motivation being autonomy, mastery, and purpose, and and what you're talking about has a lot to do with the first two. Right, where yes, I, I want to change. Like this isn't something that's being stuffed in from the outside. Someone's trying to make me change, but there's something in me that I want to see some freedom over this, and it's coming from the inside out. Right. But and, and I, you know, what do you do with the dates? You know, and I, I believe, I firmly believe in that. You know, marking a date on the calendar, and and you know, hey, that's a good distance to put in the rearview mirror. You know, you can't, and that's what you guys are going to talk about a little bit, and that's some of the the, the articles and that that have been going back and forth. That there's a lot of weight tied to that. There's a lot of uh, credibility tied to it, and, and and what does that look like, and why, right? Right. Right. Yeah, and uh, we're going to talk about all that stuff. You know, is it good to keep dates? Is it not? You know, there's uh, I've I've heard good arguments both ways. Um, 
you know, we're going to discuss that. And, and, you know, spoiler alert, the answer to a lot of these, these questions, um, you know, what's better A or B, it, it's never black or white. You know, yeah. there's always gray area. And usually that gray area is dictated by what's the motivation of your heart. Right. You know, what's motivating you to keep that date? Is it, is it, uh, you know, to see the glory of God working in your life and to realize, like, wow, I've hit X number of days. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a miracle in itself. Or is it a legalistic thing where it's like, I've hit X number of days, and therefore look how great of a, you know, overcomer of sin I am or whatever, right, you know. Right. And, uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff, uh, just heart motivation, how to respond when you do relapse. Uh, is it the end of the world if you do? Uh, you know, those sorts of things. I think it's, I think it'll be really cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm actually hopping on the phone with him here in just a bit. And, Sweet. Uh, pretty excited about it. Right. We're looking forward to it, Stephen. So, also, I, I, I said in an email, and I wanted to maybe put you on the spot a little bit, but also, if you ever wanted to do any other shows, man, in the future, man, you're, you're more than welcome to, to take the helm here of the, the ASI podcast. That's, uh, yeah, we'll see how, how, uh, how much I can lower property values with each episode. <laughs> no, man, you're, you're good. You're, you're in the thick of it, and you're, you're doing stuff, and your book is awesome. I know I've talked about that. You and I are very like-minded individuals, but it's not just that. It's the depths of what you talk about, you know, truth versus lies, right? Mm-hmm. That's, again, part of that feeling of that anger that comes out is because we believe the lies and, and, and there's an emotional response there. And that stuff is so much more important than, you know, stop looking at porn or put this on your phone or don't go in that neighborhood or, or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I mean, those boundaries are all, are all great, but you know, you're not going to change your behavior with external boundaries. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of the whole the whole point of my ministry is just helping guys realize like what's the truth of what's going on in your heart what's the truth of your relationship with God what's the truth of the gospel right. oftentimes you know like we were talking about at the beginning here you know what we think we believe isn't actually what we truly believe right. and what we believe is true isn't always true and when you start to realize the truth according to God and the truth according to what you're truly believing and you get those to line up that's where the pageant happens. That's you right. Know, you start seeing transformation that it's like all of a sudden, you know, the battle is is not even there. You know, right. it's like that's freedom is, is no longer having to fight the battle. Right. You know, and it's, uh, it's all possible, but only when you start lining up the truth of what you believe with the truth of Scripture. Right. Amen. Very true. Thanks again, man. And yeah, uh, looking forward to uh, next week. We'll have that up. And, uh, Looking forward to it. Yeah, see you later, us. Go Hawks. That's right, go Hawks. Later, my friend. There goes Stephen Chewin. I apologize for the, some of the audio on that. It may be uh, it's one speaker working. I didn't have time to go and fix it. But but you you got the message in your in your one speaker, right? Just to let you know, there's nothing wrong with your television set. This is we will be taking over. I'm going into Twilight Zone. So yes, if you're not subscribed to the ASI podcast, you might want to do that so not to miss this next week's show, right? 
with uh, Craig Gross there. I, uh, man, I know what it's like to feel the weight and the disappointment and the crushing regret of a, of a relapse. And again, something that I've been talking about a lot in season four and, and getting to these deeper layers of the truth, right? That third layer of truth is the, that the system sometimes can tie us up so much. And, and the religious systems of, of thinking that God is, a, again, a system rather than, than this relationship that we have with him um, can be... It can be crushing and it can add to our worldly guilt. Um, that's what that kind of pressure, that religious pressure is. It's, it's, it's kind of like that worldly guilt, right? Um, I wanted to leave you with a, a couple of pieces of scripture uh, to, to talk about this. And I, I'm going to leave you with a song. Um, there's a, a, a lyric in the chorus of this song that says... Um, it's only one day, right? You haven't thrown everything away. This isn't your whole life. It's only one day and you've not thrown everything away. That is so true because Jesus, this is where Jesus gets in the face of some of the religious teachers. Um, this is where Paul, the apostle Paul gets in the face of some of the religious teachers, um, again, Matthew 23, four, they pile up heavy burdens on people's shoulders and won't lift a finger to help. Um, Colossians two, eight, see that nobody enslaves you with philosophy and foolish deception, which to conform to human traditions and the way that the world thinks and acts rather than Christ. Again, Jesus says the thief comes only to kill, steal and destroy, I come that they might have life and have it more abundantly, have it to the full, some translations say, right? Again, if you've relapsed recently, learn from it. Realize the lie and the nagging, right, deceptive energy of that shame that's trying to burden you down. It's like the analogy with a man climbing the mountain and he falls, right? He slips down the mountain about, you know, 20 feet. And and, and the, the devil, the enemy, the this nagging voice in our head tries to tell us that we're all the way down at the bottom of the mountain, right? That we're, you stay there, you're at the bottom of this mountain and you gotta climb all the way back to the top. But that's not really the truth, that you not got knocked down maybe 20 feet. And maybe a better analogy to this is that maybe we're carrying some stuff we don't need to carry, right? Maybe our backpack is full of weight that, that we just need to leave right there as we continue the journey back up. And maybe that's something that we can learn. It's another Another piece of scripture where Jesus says, my yoke is light. And, and sometimes we carry around stuff that we, we shouldn't. We carry heavy burdens that we're not meant to carry. And that's, again, that's part of that handing off that relationship and the, and the weight and the struggle to our, our 
faith in Christ and that he's right there and he never leaves you, never forsakes you. He's not distant. He's close. It's only one day, right? It's not the rest of your life. You haven't thrown everything away. Accidents do happen. And uh, again, I'm looking forward to this conversation that Stephen will be having with uh, with Craig Gross. I love Craig Gross and his work there at Triple X Church. I've been a financial supporter of those guys as well. And uh, again, ASI is a listener-supported show. If you feel led to support this ministry or Triple X Church for that matter, um, you can do that on the website ASI247.org or triplexchurch.com.org. Um, leave you with this song by 6 a.m. It's called Accidents Happen. And uh, I love you guys. That's that's truth. I don't just say that as cliche. I don't just say that to end out the show. Um, this ministry has impact on hearts and minds, and I, and I get that. I, I soberly take that seriously in the heart and, and I love you guys and I mean that till next time bye don't give up it takes a while I have seen this look before and it's alright you're not alone you don't love this anymore I hear that you slipped again I'm here cause I know 